Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Considering that the Bills-Chiefs game, divisional weekend, peaked at 56 million viewers in the fourth quarter. Remember when the game was hanging in the balance between Buffalo and Kansas City in western New York? Can you imagine what the numbers will be for Chiefs Ravens, which went down to the wire, was a seven-point game in the end, and once again, Mahomes and the offense had to get a first down in order to run out the clock. And they have a flair for the dramatic. They always wait till third or fourth down to get it done. We will get to that game coming up before this hour is done. Want you to hear from the Niners, and also we're taking your calls and your tweets, A-Law Radio, and then on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Championship Sunday's in the books, which means we are exactly two weeks away from Super Bowl Sunday and one game left. People ask me, though, this is true of my personal life as well. So teaching my kiddos on Sunday morning at church, and I work with a couple of high school volunteers, and they are the, the guys who know what I do for a living will say to me, like, are you so disappointed? Are you so sad the football season's over with? No. <laughs> I can't miss you, NFL, if you never go away. Uh, I'm okay with it. After six months of the NFL dominating my life and my weekends, and other than the weekend I got married, I even worked on Christmas night because of the NFL. So, yeah, I'm good with the games culminating in a Super Bowl. And then, uh, all right, let's turn our attention to the rest of the offseason. We've obviously had a lot of offseason news already. Um, but, you know, let some other kids play in the center ring of the circus. Let some other sports in the pool, will you? Except they don't. They don't. Within weeks, it'll be back to the grind and the NFL immaculately designed to have some big event or more every single month on the calendar. Just mark my words, come combine. First of all, the combine has got urban sprawl. It's turned from like a four-day event into a two-week event. But every single coach, GM, free agent, they'll all be there. We're supposed to be hearing from them once a month. Not Not to mention they'll be followed by the I think they're in Phoenix, right, Jay? Be followed by the owners' meetings and the, oh, no, Orlando this year. The league meetings. Oh, my gosh. It never stops. But at least the games. At least the games are winding down. So I can't wait to see the viewership numbers, the ratings from this weekend on CBS and on Fox. 
Oh my gosh, did you see the CBS halftime show? If you had the TV on or you didn't walk away, the the whole set is there. Boomer, Sice, and our friend, of course, Phil Sims, uh, JJ Watt is on set. Now, he wasn't there every week, but he was there this weekend. Uh, Nate Burleson, of course, uh, Bill Cower, and then James Brown. And they're in the dark for like the first four minutes. Couldn't see him at all. Uh-uh. Couldn't see their faces at all. And it's clear they're laughing about it. Boomer's making jokes. Uh, I think Nate said, let there be light when they finally turned the lights on. So the lights blinked and then went off again and then came back on and they were all joking away. So that was kind of funny. They showed up and they were all, you couldn't see them. You can tell. Then they went to like a extended highlight package of the mm-hmm. first half. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe they're like trying to fix the lights now. Yeah. And then they came back from the package and they were still just sitting in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, they didn't fix it. So two, was it two years ago? I don't remember how long ago it was. Two or three years ago when uh, they were in front of the loudest <laughs> Subwoofers you've ever yeah. heard in your life. That was in Kansas City, right at Arrowhead. I believe. And so, whatever year it was, uh, they were. So I told Boomer on Friday before he left. I said, "Stay away from the subwoofers." Well, apparently they did that, but somebody unplugged their lights. Somebody, somebody unplugged. You know, people come along. They're like, "I just need a plug to plug in my phone." That's it. So somebody unplugged their lights to plug in their <laughs> phone and recharge it. So focused on not on the woofer that they just didn't think about the lights. Yeah. No, well, they left themselves exposed. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Again, we'll get back to the Niners' reaction, including Trent Williams in his 14th season gets to play in his first Super Bowl, plus the kudos for Brock Purdy. And I think his teammates find it amusing now, the way that he is constantly ripped. They'll make jokes of it, but they also take every opportunity to point out that he's the reason they made it this far. I think it's really generous of them. I don't understand the questions about Brock Purdy. He is what he is. And they've won the majority of games that he has started since he took over. I I think it's a great story. 855-212-4227. Let's talk to Sammy, who's listening in Detroit. Sammy, welcome to After Hours. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to give my... uh... My uh, condolences basically here to the Lions. I feel bad. <sighs> Long time fan, first time caller. It just sucks, you know, being a, a longtime fan of the Lions as well. Uh, you know, it just hurts. You know, our rookies did it all today, but it's a long, it, you know what? It's a long road for us. We're going to get it done eventually. Right. So, can you separate the amazing positives? and the history, and, hey, they were in the NFC Championship and got to host a couple games at home, and it's still only year three of Dane Campbell, and they've got some, as you point out, some awesome young players. Can you separate all the positives from the disappointment? Yes, exactly. I think that we, I think that the team has, everybody on the team has a hand in the pot tonight. We mm-hmm. all, you know, we all had a reason why we, we lost. It's a team effort tonight, but you know what? I'm happy with the rookies. I'm happy about Dan Campbell. I think that, you know, as as much as we call him Dan Gamble, I think <laughs> at the end of the day, we li- we live by this guy. And uh, we just happy to be there. We're playing with house money today, so we got it done. We it's, got a good season under our under the books, and yes. we're happy to be there. You know, it's interesting, too, because every player that you ask will say – 
we like the fact that he believes in us. In fact, that's what most offensive players will say is we like mm-hmm. that he believes in us. We like that he thinks we're going to convert and wants to keep the ball in our hands. Uh, and true to form, he doesn't change. So it'd be different if he changed uh, in the heat of the moment, but he doesn't. I mean, he stays who he is. I wish they had taken the points at least one of those times. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But hindsight is twenty twenty. Looking back now, it's hard because you think a field goal might have changed something, especially in light of the fumble that came right after that one stop, the first yeah. stop. We we put our faith in Ben Johnson. You know, this is going to be our probably our last chance with him. So we put our, our faith in him on the offensive side of the ball. This is what we wanted to do. We We have all the pieces on offense. We got it done. Unfortunately, you know what? Playoff atmosphere, you know, you, you don't take the analytics in, and you should. So we, you know... It, we should have, we should have seen playoff football hit us in the face like it did. Oh, I know it's hard. It definitely is. But this is a huge season, and I'm excited about what they can do moving forward. Oh, we have such a big future coming. There you go. I like it. Did you love seeing the shots of Ford Field and the the stadium being full of fans just watching on a big screen? Oh yeah, we were we were right in downtown Detroit. It was oh, phenomenal. Cool. Oh, good. It was I'm great. So Honestly, it, like win, lose, first half, great. Second half, you know, it sucks. But we'll be there again. We'll be back. I believe that. I believe you. Thanks, Amy. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Let's talk to John, who's in Buffalo, who probably can empathize with how the Lions fans are feeling. Oh, Amy, that, that's exactly uh, the point I'm going to make is, you know what, as, the Bills, as a Bills fan, the, our franchise was just in the dumps for how long we had the drought, whatever. Uh, Sean McDermott, you know what, and that's, and that's what I'm going to say. That's, this is how I'm going to emphasize a little bit. He came along and he turned us around. And you know what, he turned us around to the point where we really are contenders every year. But we go through that heartbreak now on a consistent basis for the last four or five years. Uh, but it's okay, and this is what I want to say to Lions fans or just anybody in general. Like Sean McDermott, he did turn us around, and he did a great job with that. But it's okay to criticize on the big stage when, you know, he screws up. And that's what I'm I'm thinking about. Dan Campbell is like, holy moly, man. Like, this guy is just pedal to the metal, like you're saying, true to himself, not going to change a thing. At some point, though, you got to change gears a little bit and say, you know what? I want to go up 17 points or three scores with mm-hmm. six minutes to go and, you know, and, and kick the ball off. And you got Brock Purdy on the other side. You know what? You don't want to give him any confidence or any momentum or that team in general. They're too good. We know San Francisco's too good. You don't want to give them that momentum. And you know what? Not kicking that field goal at the middle of the third quarter, you just opened the door wide open. You made it a whole new ball game. I think down 17, I think, I'm about 90 to 95% certain that's a wrap at that point. Hmm. But, you know, you never know. That's all woulda, coulda, shoulda. <laughs> but, man, Dan, Dan Campbell, bottom line, yeah, I think he screwed up on the big stage. Yes, I also think he did. He's doing a phenomenal job in Detroit. It can be both guys. It can. You can, you can, be, you can be critical, you know, at some points and, you know, without ruining what he's built or what he's done. And that's where I'm at right now. But, Boy, I'm going to leave you with this. He certainly makes things exciting. <laughs> and if you're a Lions, if you're a Lions fan, I don't know if that's a good thing tonight. Oh, uh, yeah, because what he did to you or what he put you through tonight, you know what? 
I feel bad for you as a Bills fan. You know what? Because we've been there uh, with the with you know with the ups and the downs. But you know what? He's going to make football exciting for a long time to come, uh, as long as he's there in Detroit. Well, that right, Amy, that is true. Thanks, John. Good to hear from you. I'm sure that the Lions fans, or at least some of them, appreciate the show of solidarity. Uh, the the Lions wouldn't be here without Dan Campbell. All right, they wouldn't be here without his approach. They wouldn't be without his belief or his confidence or his direction to Ben Johnson, his collaboration with Ben Johnson to say, let's be aggressive, let's go for it. That's who he's been from the very beginning. They wouldn't be in this position had it not been for that approach. That's what he sold. That's who he is. And yeah, as much as this is really painful because they got so close and because they had the lead, right? It would have been painful either way. To lose either way sucks when you're this close to the first ever Super Bowl. So they're the only NFC team that's never been to a Super Bowl. So it sucks either way, but to have the 17-point lead in the third quarter, and then it's tough not to play the what-if game. What if that? What if this? Right? What if we take the points and we're back up 17? What if we obviously don't fumble? That's a huge deal. And the Lions defense has to bear some responsibility as well because the Niners were able to, in one case, they had the short field, but the Niners are able to run the length of the field multiple times to get points on the board. It really was a tale of two halves. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227. Keith is in Dallas, and he tells producer Jay he's a Lions fan. Hi, Keith. Hi, Amy. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm heartbroken. Uh, I'm, I am. Um, I've been a Lions fan since 1972. I'm from Windsor, Ontario. Uh, so, you know, there's a huge contingent of Southeastern Ontario mm-hmm. fans who just love the Detroit Lions. Um, but I believe in Dan Campbell. You just made the comment. Um, last year, 13 months ago, my wife and I drove up from Dallas up to Lambeau. Uh, watch, we watched uh, Aaron Rodgers get uh, get removed from uh, the uh, the Packer world um, <laughs> with that loss. And then we went up to Arrowhead back on week one. Um, you know, I've been believing in this team since uh, 1972. And, uh, you know, yeah, there was a couple of decisions today that reminded me of the, the Cowboys game a couple of weeks ago where – you know, his passion just, it takes over, and I get it. Um, I would have liked to have seen one kick go through at least. Uh, yes. Badgley did the job at the end of the first half. Um, I feel like we've lost a little bit of confidence in him, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he asked for his release tomorrow. But, um, you know, it's, it's tough to be a Lions fan, and I've had season tickets for the Lions back in the, about a decade ago. Um, after the Stafford uh, startup of his career there. Mm-hmm. We were up in Windsor a couple weeks ago. Um, we're going to get this done. I've been saying to my family for uh, about three years now, we're going to go to a Super Bowl before I turn 60. <laughs> um, and uh, it's going to happen. Right. My, my, my oldest son was in journalism at Mizzou, and he decided he'd write a story for us uh, a couple of years ago for Christmas as our present. And he had the Lions winning Super Bowl 80. And I'm the same age as the Super Bowl, so that kind of broke my heart. But uh, at the end of the day, he said, I'm panning to an old man in the front row crying. And that would have been me even this year. <laughs> so, uh, you know, 
We believe in Dan. Brad Holmes is the executive of the year. Yeah. This, you, know, you know, you think about uh, the opening uh, touchdown by J-Mo. Um, I've seen a lot of plays in Lions history, and that was one of the top five touchdown runs I've ever seen and probably one of the top three not by a guy named Barry Sanders who's uh, jersey I wear when I'm cheering him on like I was tonight. So uh, count us count us as the uh, last team from the NFC to uh, make a Super Bowl, but we're getting there by probably 2026 or 2027 with this young core of outstanding football players. Mm. Well, I love the tenacity. I love the commitment, the determination by Dan. That certainly is a tone that the entire team has adopted. And if you look at the Niners, they lost their last two NFC championship games. So they just the last two years have been in the place where Lions fans are today. And as much as you could talk about the Niners as this iconic franchise, they certainly are, but they haven't won a Super Bowl since 94. So it's uh, it, a lot of times these losses are the building blocks for a foundation that make it even um, more of a, of a, a chemistry in the locker room because they're all fighting for this cause and they're so desperate to get there and will do anything that it takes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and if you go back, um, I'm, a, I'm an old man now, but at the end <laughs> of the day, 1979, both the Lions and the 49ers finished 2-14, and 14, and we had the first pick overall. We took a guy named Billy Sims from the University of Oklahoma, and uh, we had zero playoff victories in my lifetime at that point. Now we've got three. There you go. Obviously, the the 49ers have, what, 38 now? Mm-hmm. And then five Super Bowls, six Super Bowls, uh, a lot of appearances. We're going to get it done. You you watch. We're going to see the Lombardi being hoisted, hopefully by Jared, Jamar, um, you know, Amon Ra, uh, Laporte is a stud. I, th- I t- said to everybody, that guy and uh, could catch a cold in the tropics. Um, he's just uh, an outstanding football player. But I'm going to leave you with one. You made a comment a little bit earlier as I was listening, and I am a first-time caller. Um, the whole country is behind the Lions, and yeah. they were going into this. About 10 years ago, I went over to the Sochi Olympics, and I wore my Aruzioni to USA versus Russia. And as I was leaving the arena, people were coming up to me going, we love America, we love America, we love America. And if you fast forward about 10 months later, I was at the Lions-Cowboys game here in Dallas, uh, playoff game, wearing my Barry Sanders. As I'm leaving, I'm getting pushed around. I'm getting told off. We hate Barry. We hate Detroit. Now we're all behind the Lions. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. We're going to get it done. And uh, Dan, just keep it up. Love your emotion. I go through a wall for you, man. Ah, very cool, Keith. Thank you so much for your perspective. All right, take it easy. Have you a too. good one. You I'll too. be listening. All right, Thank cool. You. Good to hear it. Yeah, so I'm glad that we're not going to have our uh, every Lion fan dump us on this edition of the show just because sometimes we give you a chance to speak your mind, and I do think there's a lot more positive. It's a little bit like the Packers. As much as they wanted to, uh, make it to the next step. I mean, the, to beat Dallas in a playoff game and then to push the Niners to the brink. I mean, those are big steps, positive steps for a new group. Uh, and I am I am absolutely on board. We've been on board with Dean Campbell and the Lions since he got hired, and it's not really been a slow burn. I mean, they're building. It's not been real slow, though. Uh, But if the Cubs can win a World Series after 108 years, the Lions can win their first Super Bowl. The Eagles finally won their first Super Bowl, right? This is, 
It's something that can and will happen. I'll say it. They know exactly who's coming. On Twitter, A-Law Radio. But for now, we're back in the dumpers again. <laughs> Poor Dan. You're back in the dumpers again. I do love Dan. Uh, he is one of my favorites now. And, and even more of a sentimental favorite, right? Because he's got controlled fury. <laughs> I can, I've got controlled fury. I can quote the man. <laughs> so, hear from you on Twitter. After our CBS, we'll put up Monday MVP. And then also on my Twitter, A-Law Radio. Plus our Facebook page. I know, Lions fans. I know. We've all been there. 855-212-4227. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. They'll break huddle. They'll be in the victory formation. It's 4th and eleven. Purdy is under center. He takes the snap. He backpedals a step. Zero's on the clock. It's over. The sideline's empty. With the comeback for the ages, the 49ers are going back to the Super Bowl and ripping the heart out of the Lions. San Francisco overcomes a 17-point halftime deficit to beat Detroit 34-31. And for the eighth time, the franchise of the 49ers will play for the Vince Lombardi Trophy. It'll be the Chiefs and the 49ers in Las Vegas in a rematch of Super Bowl 54. We've got a core group of guys that have been here for the last couple years and, and the standard and culture that they've built. Um, and then the guys that Kyle and John brings in, like everyone fits that mold. And, um, you know, it showed tonight in a huge moment. Like if you're down 17, you, you got to care about each other. You got to love each other to, to get a comeback going. And so I think we showed that tonight, and I'm, just, I'm really proud of this group. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Kevin Harlan's final call of the NFC Championship as the Niners make the third time a charm. This was their third consecutive NFC Championship game, but the first time in which they've advanced back to the Super Bowl in this current stretch here. Of course, they were in the Super Bowl four years ago uh, because of their rematch with the Chiefs and and getting all this attention. We remember that it was a 10-point lead for them in the fourth quarter, and they ended up losing to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, right? So that goes back to Super Bowl 54. So they were desperate to get another opportunity, but it was going to take them a couple of years because they lost to the Rams two seasons ago. Three, Well, three seasons ago now. Well, two seasons ago. However it is. You know what I'm saying. They lost to the Rams after the 21 season and actually had a double-figure lead in that game as well. They lost to the Eagles last year when Brock Purdy and every other quarterback was completely hurt and unable to throw the ball. And now they get this redemption. So they've got the third straight NFC championship try to get back to the Super Bowl. And lo and behold, the Chiefs are waiting. We will get to that Chiefs-Ravens AFC championship coming up following the update. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Brock Purdy, 20 of 31, 267 yards, a touchdown, an interception. He also had five scrambles for another 48 yards, and they came at the hugest moments in the game. I feel like throughout my life I've 
scrambled and stuff here and there. But, um, you know, since I've been here, I feel like I haven't done it a whole lot. Um, but obviously tonight, someone there, I was just trying to keep the chains moving, keep the ball moving forward, um, and then obviously give our team some momentum and some juice. thought it was the difference between winning and losing. Um, he made some big plays with his legs, um, getting out of the pocket, moving the chains and some first downs, getting some explosives. Uh, he competed his ass off today, and it wasn't easy for any of us, but uh, he kept grinding and uh, was unbelievable there in the second half. I don't have you know enough good things to say about Brock. You know, he's all he's done since he's been here uh, is play at an elite level, and everything starts with him. Um, and I'm just really, we're lucky he's our quarterback. You know, I mean, he takes a lot of heat for absolutely no reason. You know, all he's done has been a great leader, been a great player. And uh, I'm so proud of him and um, pumped up that I get another one with him this year. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Heck of a game manager. Wow. Manage the heck out of that game, boy. <laughs> he the reason we're going to have a chance to win us a ring. I love him. Fred Warner gets the last lap. Heck of a game manager. Heck of a game manager. I'm telling you, they go out of their way to talk about how much they love Brock and how much he matters to them and their team because they are cognizant of the fact that he's getting dumped on a ton. NBC Sports Bay Area with that Fred Warner clip. So they're seeking their sixth Super Bowl title, but their first since the 1994 season. And they've been through the ringer. But yes, they went through the same or went through the entire regular season in the playoffs with just one quarterback, which is huge. And yes, they had the one seed. And so that gave them the bye. But at this point, when you consider kind of the punches they've taken, even recently, they got run over by the Ravens not that long ago. Remember, they had three consecutive losses during the season. Last week, I had to come back against the Packers. This week, they're in a 17-point hole in the third quarter and have to rally back. But it's really all hands on deck. It was the defense. It was the offense. It was everybody having to find a different gear. 
I don't think it was any concern. We just knew what we had to go out here and do uh, the second half, and that was to score points. And defense had to get off the field and, you know, starting the uh, third quarter off with, you know, three points. And then Gip made a big play in the fumble. We go down and score. And then this is a chain of events. It's my fifth year, and I've uh, been to one Super Bowl, and that was my rookie year. And these past couple of years, you know, we kind of fell short at, you know, the NFC Championship. What a coincidence. Last year, you know, we lose Brock. But the year before that, you know, we just lose the game. And, you know, we down 17 and a half, and it's just like, whatever is it going to take for us to get this win? And we went out there and did it. You don't really feel a lot of the emotions that maybe people in the stands do because you're just locked into doing your assignment. So, um, and I think that's why uh, we orchestrated a pretty good comeback because everybody was just focused on doing right longer. And that's something we say all the time is just do right longer. And mm. um, I thought we showed that tonight. I love that. Debo Samuel, who was back in this game and did make some big plays. Uh, and talked about how they took care of business, and it was everybody. Uh, it wasn't just one guy. It wasn't just one moment. It was everybody. And honestly, that's a team that has depth. It's a team that has leadership. It's a team that has, well, incredible talent, of course, but also a lot of experience there as well. And for Debo, he led the team with eight catches and 89 yards just out there making contact wherever he can. He's a physical player. And Christian McCaffrey, that's something we say a lot. Do right longer. 20 rushes for 90 yards and a couple of touchdowns, and then with a handful of catches, he was well over 100 yards. I know the MVP voting is already done, but gosh, when you watch him play, and even with the Lions able to stuff him a a few times, and there are stretches where he wasn't able to get anything going. But, man, when he does, he's a load. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. The defense really bears a ton of responsibility for the hole they got into at halftime. And Nick Bosa, I think he says it fairly succinctly. It was embarrassing. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Kind of felt helpless. Um, and we we didn't want to go down as failures. And oh. we know our defense is way too good to play like that. It was embarrassing. We don't want to go down as failures. But they certainly hold themselves to a higher standard. Couple of sacks, four different quarterback hits. They had to redeem themselves after that ridiculous first half or that, as he calls it, embarrassing first half. Try and tell everybody, do your job. That's all we need to do is do your 111. And uh, in that first half, there was breakdowns, one guy each time. Obviously, it's hard for me to know exactly what's going on, but <laughs> you just got to do your job, and this defense is as, t- as talented as it gets. Nick Bosa is one of our candidates for Monday MVP. We've got one from the D, one from the O. From the AFC, from the NFC Championship. So we'll take your votes. Already underway. The poll is up on our show Twitter after our CBS. And then on our Facebook page. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. I am pleasantly surprised to hear from so many Lions fans already. And I'm glad that even in 
the dejection. There is hope and there is excitement about the future, though I know it feels like the future is a long way off. Well, imagine then how the Ravens feel because they were the top seed in the AFC, the best record in the NFL, hosting the AFC championship. They get Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs on their own turf. They had them right where they wanted them. Well, where have we heard? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. that before the afc championship is next it's after hours with amy lawrence you are listening to the after hours podcast tenth play of the chiefs drive is first and ten after the penalty at the raven 19 near hash mahomes to throw against a four-man rush fires it near side to county comes back to the ball and holds it in touchdown kansas city Patrick Mahomes absolutely took duct tape and just wrapped the ball around the waist of Travis Kelsey for a 19-yard touchdown. 5.15 to play in the opening quarter. Ravens trail 7-0. Zay Flowers and OBJ split wide to the left. Lamar takes the snap. Chiefs rush 5. Lamar swings out of a sack. Back pedals. He's at the 45-yard line going deep. He's got a man open. Touchdown, Ravens! Zay Flowers with a spectacular grab after Lamar invades the sack, and we are an extra point away from a tie game. It's time to pull on the pads and hit somebody. On After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Mitch Holtis is the play-by-play voice on the Kansas City Chiefs radio network and Jerry Sandusky on the Ravens radio network. Yeah, this was quite a start for the Chiefs. Remember how many times this year they got into holes or they turned the ball over or the offense did not represent its skills to the best of its ability? Well, that's not in this game, at least not in the first half, where Patrick Mahomes goes 11 for 11. First 11 throws are all completions. And Kansas City scores on its opening drive for the eighth consecutive game. All right, that was the clue. (laughs) It includes a fourth and two and a pass to Travis Kelsey and then chunk plays. So they were locked in from the very beginning. They were trying to get that crowd out of it there in Baltimore. There was a 19-yard chuck to Kelsey. And as he goes down to the ground in the corner of the end zone, he actually shields the ball and keeps Kyle Hamilton, the all-pro, behind him. He's a big dude for having that kind of body control, really that kind of ability. And then Baltimore 
on its second drive. So first drive was an empty possession, but on second drive, Lamar is nearly caught on one snap in the backfield, but he eludes the sack and fires the touchdown deep to Zay Flowers, who got behind the defense and goes into the end zone from 30 yards out. We were off and running, or so we thought. It was also a tale of two halves in the AFC Championship. Into the second quarter, this is kind of interesting. I hadn't really thought about this, but to hear Jim and Tony say it on the CBS broadcast, that this nine-minute drive for the Chiefs that took them into the second quarter, it was the third longest of Pat's career. Right, So they are generally a quick striker. But even so, this is pretty routine for the Ravens, right? They go nine-minute drives all the time with their ball control game. So a little bit of a taste of their own medicine. And I think the idea is to keep Lamar Jackson on the sidelines. You got your, well, you got the reigning NFL MVP, your future NFL MVP. Both teams are going to want to keep the ball away from the other. And that necessitates this ball control style. And it was really impressive to see Mahomes spread the ball around like he can. Now, we didn't see this at the beginning of the year, right? Because there were a bunch of young players. They were all getting assimilated. And Travis Kelsey doesn't have a good second half at all. But he hits Rasheed Rice, Isaiah Pacheco, Kelsey, of course. Mahomes himself scrambles for a first down. And on the 16th play, the 16th play of the drive, there's this. 16th play of the drive, second and goal from the two. Handoff, Pacheco redirects to the left, and he slices in for the touchdown. The Chiefs regain the lead. Isaiah Pacheco, angry runner. (laughs) Pay dirt, 13-7, Kansas City. Ian Eagle on Westwood 1, and yeah, 16th play is something you would say about the Ravens, not something you would generally say about the Chiefs. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. There were so many moments that I wanted to remember in the first half. There there was the moment that Lamar Jackson passed a ball to himself. That was fun. Uh, We'll get to that here coming up. But Charles Amenahu had a sack and Lamar fumbles. And why does that matter? Well, because it was the first of three takeaways for this Chiefs defense that no longer gets overlooked. But after that sack and the Lamar fumble, the Ravens defense stands tall, stuffing Isaiah Pacheco at the 13-yard line. So Andy Reid, his offense attempts to go for it on fourth down at the 13-yard line instead of taking the field goal. How come the criticism is not there for Andy Reid? Oh, because they won? So if the Lions win, despite the failed fourth down calls by Ben Johnson and then, of course, Dan Campbell, if the Lions win, those are not a thing. No one cares. Now, they were in major situations. I get that. But they didn't lose because of those calls. It's just that you look at the score 34-31, you think, oh, man, one of those could have been real valuable. Two of those maybe potentially would have been the game. Though that would have set up a ripple effect. But yeah, Andy Reid goes for it on fourth and one on the 13-yard line. And the Ravens stuff that attempt. 
So, yeah, mid-second quarter. Now, Lamar Jackson only completed five passes in the first half. That's it. I think he was five for 12, if I remember correctly. And there was a moment on the broadcast where they were showing the stats from the first half of the quarterbacks. And Jim Nance points out on CBS, well, he's only completed five passes. And the response from Tony is, well, one of them two was to himself. 538 to play in the half. Chiefs bring a blitz. Lamar's pass batted in the air. And it is caught. Lamar Jackson caught the deflected pass and travels wow. all the way out to the 31-yard line. Wow. I thought that ball. Unbelievable. <laughs> Jerry Sandusky and company there on Ravens Radio. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, it was tipped up into the air. He runs forward like only Lamar can do. Isn't this something you do in your backyard all the time? When you're a kid, you try to throw the ball and catch it too. Throw you're, as high as you can and run under it. Yeah, right, exactly. You're trying to throw a pass to yourself or try to be the quarterback and the receiver. Oh, yeah. It's the kind of thing that kids do. Except Lamar is hes brilliant and he's insanely athletic and so the ball gets tipped up in the air and he takes off after it again a basketball principle follow your shot (laughs) shoot your shot and then follow your shot it turns into a 13 yard game though the Ravens do have to punt on that drive it's actually 17-7 Chiefs at the half so they made it a 10 point lead because of a Harrison Butker field goal and if you were watching the stats again at the break The Chiefs dominate time of possession, which is something the Ravens normally do. And Mahomes is 20 of 25 before they get into the halftime locker room. But you knew at some point the defenses were going to tighten up. They're too good. The Ravens defense is too good, and the Chiefs has been good all season. So it's a scoreless second half for a while as the defense does start to grind in, get a lot more physical, and yet still, we saw some big moments that could have been more for the Ravens. That was the part that that stuck with me. There were moments that could have been more, like Zay Flowers, who has a 54-yard catch and then stands over the defender. First of all, spins the ball near his head and then stands over the defender and taunts him. So whether or not you think it should be allowed in the NFL, whether or not you think the rule is is stupid, fact is you can never stand over another player and that's going to get you a flag every time. And it was Legereus Sneed who was laying on the ground as Zay was standing over him. Oh, man, you know, I was mad, man, because I didn't see him behind me the whole time. I was going back to play safety, so I didn't see him behind me. And I said, I heard he stepped over me, so I was like, okay, get back up, next play. And I made the play, made the fumble. You know, I still was like, next play, next play, next play. You know, it's, it's, it's part of the game, man, you know, and I came out. You know, that's the mentality I have. On KSHB Channel 41, Legereus Sneed. You know, just be careful. Poke the bear. Or, I guess more appropriately, since the Chiefs are still the defending Super Bowl champions, you come at the king, you best not miss. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Zay Flowers certainly had a, and this is just a cliche, so I'm, I'm not meaning it disrespectfully, but he certainly received a healthy dose of humble pie. As a rookie, he was dynamic this year. If not for, say, Puka Nakua, C.J. Stroud. I mean, we're talking about a guy that is in the conversation for Offensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, he and Lamar have a great future together if they stay on the same roster. But 
He gets the taunting penalty and not long after makes a bigger mistake. Flowers sprints out to the near side. Sneeds on him. Shotgun position. As they now shift. And they've got a wide receiver, Aguilar, tight to the right side. Back to throw is Lamar Jackson. Over the middle, caught by Zay Flowers. And lunges for the end zone. They're going to say the ball's out. They're going to say the ball is out in the end zone. The Chiefs think they have the ball in the end zone. No official has been given yet. They're going to say a touchback. The Chiefs recover the ball in the end zone. Zay Flowers caught the ball and fumbles the ball into the end zone. Mitch Holtis on Chiefs Radio. And guess who punched the ball out? Legereus Sneed. That's what I mean. You come at the king, you best not miss. I think Zay Flowers is dynamic. But you know who has a lot more experience? That crafty defender, Legereus Sneed. Maybe a little extra motivation as well. So a tough, a tough stretch, a tough sequence for Zay Flowers. All right, we'll get back to this Ravens-Chiefs game because it was still tense in the late stages. I could feel it in my gut. We're halfway through. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 